Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports. Uh, it's, it's too hot, I can't think of anything. Uh, I'm Claire. Hey guys. Hey! <laughs> slacker. It's very hot. Slider? said slacker. <laughs> slacker. Oh. Don't call me a slider like I was Jerry O'Connell or something. <laughs> or John Reese davies Oh, better to be Jerry O'Connell than John Reese davies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or I could be a tiny little hamburger. Of course. Hey, hey Brad. Hey Tammy. Hey. How are you? Hey little Good. hamburger. How are little breakfast taco um so we are back with an episode of highlander back to the show versus the movie wow that movie the movie that pretends like the highlander the show and his cousin anyone that he ever is known as an immortal does not exist anymore (laughs) and also this week speaking of which didn't we find out that there's an extra little mcleod running around yeah (laughs) there's there's an anime movie that takes place in the future with yeah i mean i know that but isn't there also like an an animated show with another mcleod that's not the same so many mcleods i don't know but i thought there could be only one (laughs) (laughs) there's like four apparently Wow. Well, this I'm episode is called Shadows. <laughs> and we're going to do a 60-second summary. Well, one of us. I'm sorry. Oh. Hold, hold on. Before we do a 60-second summary, uh, just, okay. to, just to clear this up. So, uh... So, Highlander the Animated Series uh, debuted September 18th of 1994, so we're, it's happening, like, right around this time. Wow. Wow. So, um, so nobody acts like they know anything about anybody. This is Quentin McCloud. <laughs> There's so many of these fucking McClouds. Quentin? It was definitely a different one to Quentin. Yeah, no, it was definitely was, yeah. Um, the, the titular character of the series, Quentin McCloud, raised by the Dundee clan, he was killed by Eric and subsequently resurrected as an immortal, uh, when Cortan sought to capture the Dundee, he usually fights with his sword that belonged to that belonged to Connor McCloud, but also carries a boomerang he is quite skilled with. Oh. I found another one! There's a book called Highlander Untamed, and his name's Rory McCloud. <laughs> I think that McCloud clan just collected immortals. I think the problem is you called your series Highlander, and yep. therefore you know your show's about immortals, but they do have to have a connection to the Highlands of Scotland for some reason because that's the title yeah so you've really hemmed yourself in yeah mm-hmm. all right guys yeah. are you ready now for six second summary is anyone, never! Is anyone ever ready no i don't <clears throat> think we are alexa open 60 second summary okay let me pick tammy yay oh boy tammy i, I tammy, tried to i would, I I would jump on the grenade but i don't want to <laughs> Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I wouldn't jump on the grenade. No. Why would you? Well, you're you're almost up there with me, Brad. Why would you jump on the grenade? No. That's it's not a wise thing to do. I don't no. recommend anyone jump on a grenade. That's 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 a helpful hint to all the listeners. Mm-hmm. If you see a grenade, do not jump on it. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're Steve Rogers. Even then, not a good yeah, idea. Why, yeah, I don't think he wanted to. Yeah. I don't think it's like fun. Oh. And he was why so do tiny, that's he, barely, not fun? he barely like covered that grenade. He was so teeny tiny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tammy, please take a moment, collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. What were people doing? What 
were they wearing? A lot of thoughts there. Um, you know, <laughs> whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under, because then you would be a... You'd be a weird, a weird, like, jellyfish hanging on the wall that has... Has immortal eyes, whatever that was. <laughs> a weird skin mask. I don't even know what it was. It was horrible. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say you'd be a failed witch burning survivor chump. <laughs> um, oh, God, but, so terrible. But you will be going in three, two, one, go. Guys, the romance is blooming between Richie and Joe. <laughs> Richie has now <laughs> got a job. <laughs> He's trying to get a job as an agent just so he can spend more time with Joe by bringing musical acts to his bar. I think that's really the most important thing in this episode. Also important, Anne and Duncan broke up and it is beautiful. <laughs> um, outside of that, we've got Duncan who is like having hallucinations that another, f- his friend, his ex-friend Garrick was putting in it. What a name. Garrick was putting into his brain and then tricked him into being like, don't fight it. It's all it's all fake. It's all in your head. So then when he came after Duncan, Duncan took all the drugs. <laughs> I <couldn't, laughs> and I, you know, thought he couldn't fight this this guy because it was his imagination. But no, it was Garrick the whole time. Uh, yeah. And then he went like after Duncan. But then we got like a swirly head. <laughs> Head chop off at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> one minute, one second. Ugh. Well done to me. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah. I mean, you look. didn't even mention the weird thing on the wall with the I eyes. I have like, no what, clue what, what you're talking it? about. So, oh, it Wait. was, it was. How did you miss that? That was how wild. How did you miss it, Tammy? It it's was possible. Insane. I just looked down. I don't. It was, I mean, it was on for a second because I had to rewind because I was like, "What oh, the fuck okay. was that?" Yeah. I'm gonna find a picture. And in in, in a show filled with weird transitions, like yes. this is like, I mean, this is next level weird transition. Well, I can't wait to get to it. Then. Yeah, it's a goodie. Um, yeah, it's very possible because I have to like look down write notes and read things while i'm also watching it so it's very possible i just was looking at something else at the time. oh i found it hang on okay I found it it's right after it's right before stupid anne okay. <laughs> that's probably why i probably looked away because anne 27 42 roughly please tell me what it is because i don't know what it is it looks like a skinned stingray on the wall 27 42 yeah it's like a we yeah it's like a weird like mask situation yeah but then like eyes pop out so you think you're going to transition it into eyes but you don't it's like they why? did the effect and then they're like ah we're going to cut the scene but we got the great transition we gotta use it yeah it's so weird like what is yeah, that thing it, on it the looks wall? like it looks like the face of a goat <laughs> or like it's his it's his pet face hugger that he had taxidermied <laughs> Oh, it's, it's, so it's you know weird. it's it's actually it's actually it's actually an ancient uh, clansman's hut. Oh my god! Is it? No, no, it looks like it. No, it's I don't know what it, it is. It looks like it. It looks it's like it has ears mask. above the eyes as well. Like looking at it, it looks like it's got little ears. I wonder why they put the eyes in there if we didn't transition. <laughs> I'm sure they cut seeing. something. They cut. They cut something yeah. for some reason. I mean, let me tell you. Uh, well, I'll tell you when I get to myself. Claire, do you have anything? There you is any? nothing. Okay. Nothing apart from the guy who plays Garrick is in everything. So much so, I can't work out exactly what I <laughs> know him from. <laughs> <laughs> He's in so much and so little at the same time. I know him from everything. 
Um, well, I've got lots. Uh, first of all, it's very possible they cut whatever scene that was supposed to go to because there were 29 cut scenes this week. What? Wow. So it was very oh, difficult to track. Um, also, I watched this while I was working because I was also going to podcast with Brad last night. So I was like, oh, I've got to watch this early. So I also didn't pay very much attention because I was working. And so I ended up re-watching it today so I could actually figure out what the fuck was happening and go to the transcript and then realize there were 29 cutscenes. And so I had to keep pausing it to read what these scenes were because they were just lines. I mean, sure, mm. there were some cut lines here and there. Nothing that made a difference um well there is one but i'll talk about that when we get to the scene uh but mainly like lines additional or sorry scenes additional scenes with Anne. why i'm glad they were cut Mm. um a couple of additional scenes with uh or i shouldn't say additional scenes i should say extended scenes with like garrick um a little bit here and there with richie and dawson um really interest like okay so you know how they they've got uh, Richie with that kid who never comes back, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picked up by the talent agent. The and goes weirdest off. subplot. And I was like, <laughs> well, what? what? So Wait. at the beginning, when Richie sees Anne and he's introducing her to the guy, there's some cut lines here. Richie goes, uh, where you know how him and Anne kind of walk off to talk about Duncan? Mm-hmm. Originally yeah. in that scene, what was supposed to happen is they start walking off and Richie tells Anne, I know he doesn't look so good. The kid's been playing guitar for quarters on the Third Street Bridge. I'm Don't worry, I'm going to get him food. Like, he thought Anne was concerned about this child. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, and okay. she's like, no, like, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. um, So... Not like anything super important, but just know that there was definitely a lot cut out of this episode. Yeah. I, in this episode, I guess, was going to go on for five hours. I don't know. <laughs> um, here is some background information. I am, it is very lengthy, the amount of uh, behind the scenes, whatever, DVD extra shit. Like, I don't know how long this had to have gone on for like 10 minutes. <laughs> like, wow. I wonder why um, I put this episode. So some of it was definitely around the idea. Like they were trying to figure out a way to get an immortal that had something extra that wasn't just, Oh, he's the best swordsman in the West or whatever. Like, so like a, that's like how a they, sorcerer. Yeah. Basically yep. they came up with a sorcerer. <laughs> Claire, you finally got your sorcerer. <laughs> I'm not, I want a wizard. <laughs> not so, a sorcerer. Get out of here. Sorcerers. Uh, <laughs> um, <a> wizard. So, <laughs> but, uh, I'm just going to kind of loop in some dusty review stuff because his problem with this episode is like, he goes, well, first of all, he could have been a good villain, but again, he was like in and out this episode real quick. Yeah. And also they introduced the idea that they have these, these immortals can have these magic powers. And then they didn't like, like other than this episode, as far as we know, like that's as far as it went. So it was kind of like a weird intro to something that's like, wow, we've never again, heard of I this before. I wish he hung around for longer. Yeah, I do too. I actually really thought the actor did really well in this uh like in this role as well um the other thing so again i'm just trying to go through some of this very quickly because it's a lot uh the other thing was uh david tynan who's the consultant and and a script writer the executive script consultant slash writer uh talked about how yeah they knew Anne and duncan had no chemistry (laughs) and they (laughs) couldn't figure out what to do with her and they had her on the show long enough where they were just like okay either she has to 
come into the fold and no Duncan's immortal or we have to get rid of her because mm-hmm. we're just kind of at that place. And so they ended up uh, doing a, the, the breakup. So we are all rejoiced and happy that that's happened. The other thing he did was tell a little story. And this was an amazing story. So I'm going to share it with you now. Which is, in the flashback scenes, they are filming at this place called Fantasy Garden in Vancouver. And so that's, you know, that's where their London scenes, (laughs) their Renaissance fair was held. And um, the whole, like, they had all these extras there. Everyone's jumping, screaming during, like, the the scene. Burn him, burn him. It's like during that scene. Everyone's getting real hyped up about burning Garrick at the stake. And then it came time for their lunch break. So it says, when it came time for a break and for lunch, our extras went over to the lunch wagon and found that Jackie Chan who was shooting Rumble in the Bronx in another part of Fantasy Gardens, another part of this location, had his extras had gone for lunch and had taken our extras' food. (gasps) And then there was a fight. So our extras weren't in any mood to fool around, and they're about ready to burn Jackie Chan's crew, I think, at the stake at that point. So I just thought that that story was kind of wild. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Jackie Chan They had to solve it with a fight between Jackie Chan and um, yeah. Adrian Paul. Oh, I, I, I Paul. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't want to fight Jackie Chan. No. What but, if it was Jackie Chan versus Christopher Lambert? <laughs> well. <laughs> then the world's going to be a better place. <laughs> yeah, Dan was saying, he goes, I wonder if that's how they... <laughs> he goes, they probably did that on a regular because they made those... Like, Jackie Chan talks about, like, how he, they were able to make all the, his movies really, really cheap. And I was like, yeah, yeah. by stealing everyone's yeah, craft services. This food, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had to make sure that story got out there. And then the other, which was paragraphs long, which I'm just going to try and highlight, is um, F. Braun McCash, who's the sword master for the show, the sword choreographer. He actually is the person who p- portrays the shadow in the whole episode, except for the last scene where we find out it's Garrick. So it's totally just mm. the Swordsmaster guy. So it was, it, um, you guys, I think I have this link, by the way, like in our Google Doc or whatever. I I would say that if you're really interested in seeing like the beats of fighting, like how he comes up with some of the fight design and the fight choreography, it's a really interesting read because this scene or sorry, this episode has the most fight uh, and sword choreographies of any episode, at least up until this point, yeah. which is five different scenes. Yeah. Um, so he was kind of concerned making five different choreographies for this episode and they shot um, the way the schedule was for shooting those scenes was like they shot a fight scene day one they shot a fight scene day two they shot like so it was just like ongoing every day they were doing a different fight scene um, so what he did is he tried to like think because those were more like imaginary dream sequences mm-hmm. so he tried to make all of those fights very similar in their cadence and then make the end fight look different and have a different feel and I do like having watched a twice uh they they really do vary and the ones the four before the last fight scene really do all look very similar um and uh then he also talks about the costuming that he had to wear because he had to wear that stupid black gown yeah um which had those massive sleeves that when he first was fighting the sleeves would get caught on the hilt of the sword every single fucking time. It so was they, a really, it was a very impractical costume. Yeah, so they had to like, sew that shut. He had to be careful where he stepped so he wouldn't step on the hem of the 
the um, costume because it was so long. <laughs> so, and while he was filming that week, he had a 102 degree fever. Oh my god. So he had to wear this massive cloak. And then he also, you know, they put one of those fencing masks on him. So that way they could just like black it out. Um, So he had that. And he says, um, normally wearing all of this nonsense other the the weight of the studio and whatnot, the lights in the studio and whatnot. So between takes, they had a gym mat that they laid out for him so he could like pass out on the gym mat. Wow. Um, Yikes. Yeah. It was a crazy costume. Like every time he appeared, I felt like he was gonna like lift up one finger and go, Ebony's a screw. Yeah, it was it <laughs> like, was crazy. It was... And like to think about yeah. all the stuff the stuff that I'm sure that costume well, clearly it worked differently before. And he says mm. because of the way the costume like the cloak hung over and he had to wear that fencing mask, he said it was like a horse wearing blinders. Like he really couldn't see yeah. anywhere. Um, except whatever was just directly in front of him. So, mm. which is, I'm just thinking, well, it's probably pretty good then that they got that guy to do those scenes because I'm not sure who else would have been able to kind of pull that off, um, mm. just in a safe way. And then um, the other piece that he talked about, uh, let's see, the last scene where Duncan is on drugs and everything obviously they wanted to kind of do some wacky camera stuff but with the way that they shot the um they wanted to do something different with the uh taking of the head so that's why we get that point of like the head point of view where kind of the Mm. camera spins out (laughs) which we have not gotten before and so the way that they did that is they had a special camera rigged up with two handles so the operator grasped like each side of the oh, handle yeah. and I've then like spun it around like just spun yeah. the camera around um so yeah so just I, they did a lot of like especially reading this like i appreciated the episode more like they did so many things in this episode um but i and again i just talked for however long and I didn't read everything. <laughs> like it's so it's so much information for this episode. So those were the highlights. Um, like I said, Dusty reviews. He he was like meh about this episode. So there wasn't. Um, mm-hmm. But he was glad that Duncan and Anne were finally over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, she broke. I mean, look, she broke up with the big walking red flag that is Duncan. <laughs> See, Duncan. I think I don't like this episode because Duncan was an arse in this. And I felt like he, he didn't care at all about Anne, which, I mean, none of us do. But I was like, I feel like he was meant to in the story. But, oh, I mean, I just, I, I, I thought there was stuff they could have done with this episode that they didn't go into. I, I wish the villain had, like I say a lot, I wish they'd kept him around more as an ongoing threat. I really thought that they were going to go into, like, Duncan was seeing this kind of specter of death following him around. I actually... And when he says, like, why now? It's because, like, Tessa died. Yeah. And it's like, he's lost, like, a lot of the important people in his life. Like, he lost Tessa and he lost Darius. And, you know what I mean? And and his friend from a while back. And I felt like that would be more interesting than this guy just going, I'm a psychic and I... You know what I mean? Like, go go the psychological route. Well, and I'm, I'm, you know, to I, I actually, I mean, I, I agree for sure. I actually think this could have been two episodes. I think they could yeah, have built too. more into it, and I think that 
um, the storyline suffered because they shoved so much into a very yeah. short. I mean, and clearly having 29 cutscenes, they did want more in there. I mean, some of yeah. it was dumb and they just, you know, it, some of their original writing is like, okay, well, that is way too much information. But um, but even like this whole thing, like when they talked about uh, in the DVD extras, when they talked about H- Duncan, I didn't get what they were talking about because what they talked about is like that Duncan skiing that um, the cloak guy, the shadow, mm. it was actually supposed to be Duncan feeling guilt over having lived for so long and outlived people. Tessa's, like, it was really actually supposed to mentally represent all of the guilt he's felt over all these years. I didn't get that from this episode. Um, and I think I, I if they had they more time, they could of, have done it. Yeah, I, I really thought at one point again, they were going to do the Luke Skywalker thing from like Empire Strikes Back, I think it's in Empire Strikes Back, where he's fighting this cloaked figure, you know, and then yeah. defeats it, and then, oh, it's actually him, because he's fighting himself, you know what I mean? I really thought they were going to do that, and I, I just felt like there was so much potential in this episode, and it didn't I mean, the, reach yeah. it, and I... Yeah, the problem you is, know. you know almost from get-go, oh, it's definitely... Oh, um, it's him? Yeah, 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 guy. yeah. He's definitely yeah. somehow involved in this, whatever the hell this is yeah and and the only like reference that we get to the 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 idea of guilt is when we when duncan finds out that derek had or what not derek garrick that garrick had um ended up being burned at the stake and duncan had left yeah. him behind and so that's like the only reference and you do get duncan kind of like having this realization of like oh shit like i thought you had gotten on that horse like yeah. you know and if they had if they had taken that i mean i don't know what time they would have had to put this in the episode but it's like if they would have taken it where like duncan's running off on the horse with this girl right that he's saving this girl clearly but looking back and seeing garrick get caught or some you know something yeah, where he yeah. knew and maybe now he's seeing garrick in in the present and almost having a conversation like man i'm i'm so glad you're still here that really whatever that looked like if they had kind of like referenced that where where we found out and realized duncan had lived all these years with that guilt instead of this thing where it's like well he just found out now so he didn't have any guilt over garrick dying because he didn't know he thought Garrick yeah, got exactly. away. So, yeah. um, you know, so, and then like seeing Garrick maybe bringing on this idea, like, because he knew Garrick had these visions, like they really could have connected it, but I don't think they had enough time to do it. Um, I, I appreciate the idea, but I just don't think it was, I mean, like we say a lot of, in a lot of these episodes, like they had like the spark of an idea and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, but but really, I like <clears throat> just the the technical aspects of this episode are pretty incredible. Um, and the, and the things that they do did this episode, like with the additional fight scenes, um, with the changing of the way that they did the beheading, all of that stuff. That I'm like, we don't get, we don't see that in a lot of the other episodes. So, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, there's just there's a lot more, especially reading with what they wanted to do with this episode. I'm like, well, I get what I could see it, but it's not there it didn't get realized yeah um so that's that's i had a lot so 
<laughs> that's what i am also you know look again i'm just gonna say it every chance i get during this episode is thank god that they separated ann and duncan goodbye yeah. forever yeah. seriously <laughs> i mean not goodbye get forever, out of here. go back to who she's in the fucking you know opening credits but also at least they're not dating so yeah <laughs> it's fine um brad what was happening the day this episode aired guys there's so many things happening it is monday november 21st 1994 what a wow. time what a time mm. what a time to be alive um as we all know <laughs> it's oh it's world hello day hello hi hello <laughs> um also world television day <laughs> So if you <laughs> don't want to say hello, just damn and watch TV. <laughs> um, also, on this day, uh, Nintendo releases Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo Ooh. for $69.95. Wow. 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 I, I had that game secondhand. It was it was a good time. <laughs> didn't didn't drop that $69.95 on it. Did not. Yeah. Did not have that. Um of course, uh, you know, I know we're all wondering what are the top songs in the U.S. and the U.K. <gasps> U.S. Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You, <laughs> the U.K., Some Fake Nonsense, Pat O'Batten, Baby Come Back. <laughs> Baby Come Back. <laughs> nonsense. Just... Bye-bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Did you guys just not like Boys to Men? I'm very confused. <laughs> I, I, we did love Boys to Men. That song was huge. But... Was it because um, the number two song in the U.K. <laughs> was Bon Jovi always number three <laughs> was Baby D let me be your fantasy um, let me be your fantasy number four was MC Sar and the real McCoy mm-hmm. another night um, oh I think that's another night another dream but only you do 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 and number five okay. was eternal like number five was eternal oh baby I oh baby I need so you where so. was voice to men racist yeah. uh, I don't where know, was but- <laughs> I will say though Bon Jovi always I think I watched <laughs> that song uh, that music video on the box music television you control uh, channel about 500 times because because I really love that song. And also, I think it's where I be- it was around the time that I became a bit gay. Because I think that's where <laughs> I fell in love with, uh, uh, what's her name? Who's in that video? I can't think of the actress's name out. Ah, uh, actress from House on Haunted Hill, Brad. Or Haunting of Hill House, even. I don't know. I can't remember I... her name. Carla Guagino. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, just, so there you go. Just also, for the US, number two was any any Camose? Camose? Uh, Here Comes the Hot Stopper. <gasps> I <gasps> love that song! We're in my era, man. Number three in the US, also Boys to Men on Bended Knee. So, of course! We love Boys to Men. I mean, I will say, Pato Banton, we can't be racing in the UK. Pato Banton's number one. Come on. Pato Banton's not real. Like, <laughs> uh, number four in the U.S. Real McCoy, another night. Number five, Bon Jovi, always. So, mm. so you know, you guys were not gay for Carly Regino. No, we love Boys to Men so much they had two of the top five. At the wow, time. <laughs> that's insane. Which is uh, that's fair. I've seen Boys to Men live multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, also, the cover of Life magazine was the best parties of the year, 
Woodstock, what? exclamation hey. point, Mardi Gras, weddings, proms, how Americans had fun in 1994. Weird. <laughs> weird. It is weird. Are you going to list some of the was best proms? Was your birthday proms? party on it? Um, it was, was didn't make the list. Any didn't make the list. Because I probably didn't Aww. have a birthday party. If I did, it would have been my last birthday party as a kid. Because I was 10. Yeah. So I I guess I might have had a birthday party that year. But it would have ate like oh. it was like begrudging birthday party. Like, this is the last one of these fucking things you're getting. So fucking deal with it. <laughs> that was at least the vibe. Make it count. That was definitely the vibe of, the, of my 10th birthday. I remember that. So... <sighs> um, also, um, important, qu- why is this not coming up? Okay, there it is. Um, what was on in the theaters? Of course, number one, I definitely was seeing on my birthday, uh, because it came out on my birthday, Star Trek Generations. Oh, nice. Uh, new movie. Number one, the box office. Thank you. I was a part of that. Um, number two, Interview with the Vampire, the Vampire Chronicles, as we learned, was the full title. <laughs> Uh, Number three, The Santa Claus. No. Number four, The Lion King. All right. Uh, Number five, The Professional. Uh, oh, I like the professional. We don't call it the professional over here, though. Over here, it's called Leon. Yeah. Well, I think I think now it's mostly Leon the professional. But it was when it was originally yeah. released in the U.S. and the U.K. I learned it was just called the professional, and I, mm. they added the Leon, and I guess in the U.K. dropped the professional. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. But uh, yeah. Uh, number six, Stargate. Number seven, Pulp Fiction. Number eight, new movie dropping this week, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. The 94 one, so fuck that. Um, yeah. Number nine, The War. Number ten, new movie this week, The Swan Princess. Oh, it sucks. Wow. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> fuck you, Swan Princess. Wow. Shots fired at The Swan Princess. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I wasn't aware that The Swan Princess existed, so. Yeah, it's a Disney knockoff. All right. Well, well, New New Line Cinema's animated. I don't know. Didn't know that yep. they did that. Well, yeah. Right. Well, they're all terrible. Well, all right. Well, that's that's the top ten. Nothing else new. So uh, there's that. Um, what was on TV? Uh, yeah, of course your regular stuff. Coach. Uh, two episodes of Coach. Weird. Uh, all your regular Nanny Murphy Brown. Two episodes of the Nanny as well. There was an episode. Wow. Of, okay. Wow. Here. Okay. Here's what's going on. Eight o'clock. You're watching Coach. Are the nanny eight thirty? You're watching Coach or Dave's World. Nine o'clock. Murphy's Murphy Brown or football. Nine thirty. Back to the nanny. Wow. And both new episodes of the nanny. By the way, we're getting new episodes, but with two other shows in between. We love the nanny. I mean, Frenchdresser about really British did. people yelling at our children. Frenchdresser is a hero <laughs> and a beloved uh, human being forever and always. Um, but yeah, no, no, thank you. Um, also, of course, Melrose Place Party of Five, Fresh Prince Blossom, sure. But there's a TV movie. Hooray! Because Mommy Works. Whoa! Oh, no, oh this... Okay. Mm, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, the film confronts the issue of women being denied custody rights during divorce, partly or solely because they work at jobs outside the home, allegedly making them less mm. available as maternal caregivers. It focuses in particular on the added custodial challenge that working women face if their former husband has remarried a woman who does not have a job. Um, inspired by a true story... Um, I was gonna say that sounds real. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. It also like oh man, 1994. Wow, that's 
I mean, wow. But yeah, we got yeah, Ann Archer, John Hurd. When, when they wanted women to keep the children but not have jobs, so I'm not sure what they were supposed to do and how they were supposed yeah. to feed these children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the man provides to me. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's where the whole that's where the whole ab- abortion debate actually came from. Is because mm. like nobody gave a fuck about abortion. No, um, it was the fact that women were in the workplace, and this was a way to control women. So that's why the conservatives came, came so hard against abortion to begin with, because they wanted to, women out of the workplace and at home. And they still do. Just look what happened at yeah. the pandemic and all the women who resigned because they had to stay home with their children. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just it's fucking. Great. It's great. It's great. Insane. Wonderful, wonderful like, world. Like, I was say, like, that, that, those kind of statistics that, like, started coming out, like, toward the beginning of the pandemic is like, oh, nothing has changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. Yeah. yeah. It's really terrible. Mm-hmm. But things have changed, Tammy, because Anne and Duncan have split up. Woohoo! <laughs> that is bringing me We're joy. We're living in a brighter world. That is bringing me joy, for sure. That is true. Good. That is true. But yeah, that's that's what I got. Because All Mommy right. Works. It's a great title. <sighs> that is a... It's like... It's a great title, but also when you know what this, that is about, it's like, ugh, yeah, it's so fucking depressing. Yeah. It really could be like a good scary movie title. <laughs> I don't know what mommy would be doing, but because <laughs> mommy works sounds like it's a, a thriller. <laughs> what work do you do, mommy? I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, you guys ready to talk about this episode? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so we start off with Duncan playing the, playing the piano. Okay. What a sad sack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is all obviously in a dream. We find out this is all a dream. Um, but he's playing the Moonlight Sonata, which I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is in like all the things at some point in time. <laughs> Do you know what else it's in? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's in Stephen King's It, Tammy. <laughs> yeah, this is in a lot. Moonlight Sonata is in a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's super famous. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, a good, it's a good little sad tune. So. <laughs> mm. um, and he's serenading, uh, you know, his man. Yeah, he's serenading Joe. Joe's into it. Joe's like, oh, I didn't know you could play. Hi-ho. Um, and then he walks out where he has to fight off the shadow. Shadow. <laughs> I, like, I like that he knows. doesn't know who this is, but he's already he's like, I'm Duncan McLeod of the Clan. Yeah. I know, like, it's so, so great. Good. <laughs> so good. That's so fun. And then, um, he, okay, Duncan is following this guy around mm-hmm. and then is telling him, like, hey, show yourself or get out of my way. <laughs> like, fight me or get out of the way. And I'm like, you're the one following him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just go to your car and go home. <laughs> Seriously. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. <laughs> um but it's fun uh that was something else uh that the sword master guy said was he's the only person on camera that has got to to kill duncan (laughs) because of this first scene (laughs) so um and it was fun to watch him like watch this shadow guy take duncan down i'm gonna be honest yeah after what a dick duncan was Uh, last week. Well, yeah. but then luckily Duncan woke up and he realized it was still Christmas Day, so it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Adrian Paul has, like, incredible reflexes. The way he jumps out of this bed to stand up yeah. Oh, yeah. is insane. It's like, who jumps out? Of- like, even if you freaked out, like, I feel like your body can't react. 
react as fast as that. Oh. But uh, yeah, he, he jumps out of bed, and then we see Anne's there, and I was like, ugh. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah. I mean, really, he's was... got his hair down, and that's. Yeah. I don't like I, it. Honestly, that's just the reaction you have when you realize you're, you're in bed with Anne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what have I been doing? This is a terrible idea for a relationship. <laughs> Um, so the next morning, Anna's trying to figure out what is going on with Duncan. Apparently, this has been going on all... Yeah. You know. So, I assume that means he just hasn't been sleeping? Because he wakes up with these nightmares and, I guess, doesn't go back to sleep? No, seemingly. Um, yeah. And then she's so clingy. Like, honestly, I'm just like, get oh, yeah, out she, of here. Oh, she's so clingy this entire episode. Mm-hmm. Like, like when they make up and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I stepped out, you know, like, I, yeah. you know, whatever. And then she immediately is like on it, on him again. And it's like, ugh, go yeah. on. And like, I- even this, like, he's just trying to be in the refrigerator. Like, get off of him. Yeah. Ugh. And then, like, you can, especially after she says this thing, like, oh, you know, you've had these a couple nights this week or whatever. It's like why are you in his way like just leave him alone he's gonna he's gonna be irritated and cranky (laughs) and then you want him to go outside ew (laughs) yeah that's that's awful also like i so he's waking up in the middle of the night that's not a that's not a problem that's a whatever also why if you're not going skiing you can't wear this sweater this sweater (laughs) is so much like this is literally only for skiing God, and skiing in the 80s. Like, she's not even wearing it in the right jacket. It's true. <laughs> um, she's terrible. She's terrible, like, from beginning to end. I just hate her in everything she does in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I also um, have to say, I don't like Duncan's robe. That's a weird no, robe. No, no, I don't like it. They Neither of them look good. In <laughs> well, his robe looks like a thick bedsheet. Yeah. <laughs> They cut up a bed sheet and made it a robe. It's real weird. I, I literally have sheets that look like that. Yeah. Yeah. I have that yeah. same set of sheets he's wearing. <laughs> and on one side, it says, top of the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Signed. Listen to a future Ramjack, guys. <laughs> um, all right. So they're going to, he's, he's kind of like, fine, I'll go out. So they're going to go out. And she actually is, um, there's like a one cut line here where she's on the phone. She's actually shifting her work schedule around. So she's not playing hooky. She just shifted her work schedule around. Okay, that so makes that more way. sense because I was like, how do you play hooky from being a doctor in an emergency yeah, room? Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. that, that's who she was on the phone with was she was... That's why she says, uh, okay, I'll see you around four. So she just s- switched her schedule. Okay. Um, with with somebody. And so they're covering her while she's playing hooky, quote unquote. That's not playing hooky. Um, yeah. So anyway. Uh, yeah, she's just like, oh, Duncan, you would tell me if there's something wrong, wouldn't you? And I'm like, oh, God, no. no get out of here. Like, mm. um, if it's wrong, it's wrong in my dreams. Like, unless it's Freddy Krueger, it's not a real problem. <laughs> um so then she goes uh i don't know why she's leaving why is she leaving i guess she's gonna let duncan get ready she's gonna go home and change to change she's gonna get rid of that sweater um and then they're gonna go to the art thing yeah Yeah. in like an hour yeah and then so Anne sees richie richie introduces uh Anne to Corey lightning 
who just stands <laughs> awkwardly is... in the back of the scene. Yeah, why is this plot in this episode? Like, I... when they could have expanded on the John Garrett plot? Yeah, I just assume... I mean, well, they're trying to give Richie and Joe something to do in this episode so they can continue I mean, later Richie is is cleaning the uh, the kitchen counter, as Richie <laughs> does, like, something in the back of the scene. I mean, I just... Because now, damn it, Brad, now I just look out for those yeah. things. I just assumed this was, like, somebody's nephew that they're trying to, like, make yeah. a musician. Yeah, because, I mean, and this guy, as far as I know, this is the only thing he's ever been in, this episode of Highlander. Yeah. Wow. Um, Does he even talk in this? No. No, they're not paying him to talk. They pay him <laughs> well, to play he, guitar. Well, he technically does. I mean, mm-hmm. he says guitar at one point, and then he tells Richie, like, oh, nice place, or whatever, when Richie says, oh, yeah, it's kind of oh, a mess yeah, right now. Oh, yeah, he says it's a bit messy, oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, but th- that's it. That's it. Wow. Um, so he's getting paid for that, guys. Wow. <laughs> he's getting paid for those lines. Uh, he has a speaking role. Um, so Richie is going to have a new career of being a talent agent. <laughs> I, yeah. You can't be a talent agent when you're 20. Like, that's yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's why it doesn't work, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to you because <laughs> I just like that these other two guys are like, <laughs> told Corey, like, yeah, get a new agent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Um... Uh, let's see. We got a little bit of Duncan. He heads out, and that's when Richie and uh, Corey go into Duncan's place. Uh, and now we're at the art opening, the sculpture Worst exhibit. Worst art opening ever. The what? These sculptures. Oh, you don't they're, like they're them? They're so bad. They look like, like your, your I... old demon friends, like uh, yeah. five demons in a donut shop when exactly. discussing the whatever. Oh, I mean, oh, you mean uh, five demons gather at a donut shop and talk talk about their dealings with mankind? Yeah. Wow, I haven't said that for like ten years. And I, I <laughs> five demons gather in a donut shop and talk about their dealings with mankind. Yeah, I thought these were and the, the episode was somehow Satan stood behind me. I just don't like. I just think they they're, they're just not good. Okay, like, but the one okay. Yeah, at eight minutes three seconds right mm. so there's one at eight minutes three sun- seconds Dun- there's about to be a couple walking in front of it but duncan is standing to the right of it oh yeah it looks like it's a demon version of like pluto <laughs> and that huh. this should be oh. at the haunted mansion at disney definitely <laughs> yeah i just i just mean like this art uh, this i it's not really the sculptures themselves I don't like. They're clearly not made of stone. They're made of, like, fiberglass or whatever, because the way Duncan's holding one later. <laughs> it's just that everyone's like, oh, this is so dark. Oh, oh, he must have a tortured soul. It's like, it's it's like a gargoyle from a church. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And everyone's like, oh, what a, what a dark guy. It's like, I think on, it's only on. Anne that says that. I think it's oh, only yeah, Anne. Stupid. I don't think anyone else says that. I just think it's Anne. <laughs> Anne doesn't know anything about so, art. Yeah, so Anne doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like, let's be clear. I don't think it's anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, fair enough. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold statement here. I think mm. this is the best Anne's ever looked. Oh, no. I'm looking. I, I think the skirt uh, and the boots work. I guess. Yeah. She definitely can join a coven. <laughs> Looking like she, could, yeah, she could definitely join a coven in Riverdale. I mean, it's pretty bland still, but I guess it's the best she's looked. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the best she's looked. Also, she wearing I like crystal- the guy walking past with denim on denim, in, denim above a white vest with his little hat on. I like him. <laughs> Does she have a crystal on this, on, this, on this whatever the hell? Yes, she does, Brad. Weird. What happened to those fucking magic crystals that the immortal that Amanda was looking for? Oh yeah, 
Do you think Amanda like- has like <laughs> stolen that young immortal and they've gone off looking for those crystals? Oh. <laughs> and they're off having adventures that we don't get to see. Mm. The way this sculptor guy appears, Garrick, behind Duncan as well, he, he just looks like a real creep. He's just kind of skulking there in the background. Yeah. So does Duncan not realize this is the same Garrick? Because he seems surprised to see him. <laughs> no, I don't think he does realize. And it's like, but... Oh, no, know. he definitely recognizes him. Did he? Yeah. I thought he didn't recognize me, though. I mean, I, I honestly, I noticed, I know that he recognized him because I was thinking, there is no way you would recognize this guy. You haven't seen him since the yeah. 1600s, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, also, wait, let's do, let's do a little breakdown on this guy, because this is good. Oh, yay! Uh, born 1223 in Durham, England. Okay. Durham? Uh, he worked at Westminster Abbey in London as a stonemason in 1259. He suffered his first death when he fell from the roof of the Abbey. (gasps) (gasps) Ouch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's still carving the same shit he was carving like 500 years ago. Yeah, it's, it's, it's his whole thing. Uh, for, al- for almost, mm. uh, yeah, for 400 years he spent his life, uh, blah blah, in this way, and was a friendly and sociable person. For almost the entire year of 1664, Garrick spent separated from his family in Norwich, where he worked at the Church of St. Eustace. In 1665, Garrick was living and working as a stonemason in a small English town. He had a wife, Juliana, and an adopted son, William. Uh, in June, he met Duncan MacLeod at the Red Devil's Inn, and they became good friends. So, like, he's like he's known Duncan for, like, a, f- a few months. Well, yeah. Because my thought was, like, I mean, because, okay, you know, we're talking immortal time here, right? So, yeah. years mean nothing. But I'm like, Duncan hasn't been an immortal that long, so even if he had- yeah. I mean, granted, now, like, knowing he's only known for a few months is wild, but even if he had known him for years, I'm like, he didn't know him that well. No. Either way. Yeah, and Duncan was a little baby immortal at the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, this is, like, it is shocking. I mean, I know it's a TV show and all, but, like, there's no way you would remember somebody. Yeah. Well, but Duncan has daily flashbacks. (laughs) Yeah. He's remembering a lot of things pretty regularly. He recognizes the, the, the taste of his tingle. No, oh. No. What a tasty <gasps> tingle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a particular taste, taste, a tingle taste. <laughs> That's how he knows it's him. I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, they introduce, you know, Anne to Garrick and... Uh, <clears throat> no big deal. This is his. It's his art show. Why is Garrick wearing a navy shirt with a navy jacket? Because oh, no. it's the nineties. <laughs> Sam doesn't know either. No, he does not know. He had to shake He's his head very, his head. Yep. very violently. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. But his glasses and his hair. I'm like, oh, this is so nineties. Like everything yeah. is so nineties right now. Yeah. It's very painful. Um. But we do get to go into a flashback. Oh. In a, into the gargoyle, don't we? Yep, in, into Pluto's gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we were going to be standing next to it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are... Oh, well, Brad, you tell us where we're at. Uh, it's uh, England, 1665. This is a, a, this is a uh, English village is all we have here. Mm-hmm. So. It's exactly what my town looks yeah. like. 1665. So this is five years uh, after Duncan met Grace delivering that baby. Um, mm-hmm. And five years before Duncan was teaching the fancy lad to play chess in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's where we're at. Also, of course, we'll remember that Duncan died for the first time in 1622. So we're really, you know, we're not even that far out. Yeah, he's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not that far out. Duncan's <clears throat> accent, like Adrian Paul's accent in this scene, I it's almost insane. could not understand what the fuck he was saying. <laughs> I was yeah, like, this I don't is know too what much. Accent he's doing. Yeah. But I also don't understand what accent Garrick's doing. It's kind of like, oh, I'm Garrick, I am. I'm from London. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not an American actor trying to do a British accent. I'm a proper cockney. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah like that. None of it is good. Uh, Duncan is dressed like a fancy lad himself <laughs> walking through the, the little English town. He comes across an old woman who talks about the witches and um, Duncan says I need no charms old woman but you could use some food and he gives her a coin what is cut out here and this is the only thing I think that I really wanted to go back to <laughs> that was a cut line is Duncan also adds in there um, and a good deal of washing he tells this oh. old lady. Uh, I will like you to remember that <laughs> Duncan doesn't even learn about fucking baths until uh, he's yeah. in Japan in 1778. Um, he, 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 <laughs> he knew about baths. He took one a month. Ugh. So him mm. him smell shaming this lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just kill because when it, when I read that as a cut line, I'm like, fuck you, Duncan. <laughs> you probably smell like shit too. <laughs> Yeah, everyone smelled like shit back then. Yeah, ex- yeah, it's everything smelled disgusting. Yeah. Um, can, um, I, right. can I mention that this old woman was also in the in the 1954 film The Gay Dog. Oh, Gay <laughs> okay, Dog. Jim Gay loves racing his greyhound, but out of town he finds a dog with a better chance to win. His friends bet on his dog. Will he bet against? Oh wow, rude. <laughs> I wanted it to actually be about a game. I know. I was. <laughs> I mean, we all hoped. We all desperately hoped, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not, not the case, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, well, maybe the dog is gay. We don't know. It doesn't say. Yeah, true. Could be. A gay if you dog. watch it, that, that the dog dog's is... like, I'd rather not say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so Garrick is, uh, with someone else who is gonna also be burned at the stake. Um, and can we point out that she's being burnt at the stake as a witch, because as they lift up, she's got a cat. Yes. And I'm like, well, you mm-hmm. know, listen. Oh, that cat was so cute. Uh, oh. I, I don't trust people with cats. I feel like, you know, maybe. I've got a cat. Well. 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 <laughs> question, Claire. Um, uh, do you float or sink? Uh, Only one way to find out. Is that or burning? Which one is it? Which one do you want? Which one? Do you want? We got to test. Uh, got to do a I, test. I want to. I want to. I, I want to float. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see. That means you got to burn. See if you float on flames. <laughs> so, so we find out Garrick is being burned at the stake because he has the sight. He has visions, yeah. and uh, he had a vision of his family burning to death, but from twenty miles away. <laughs> Um, also, I'm shocked, like, we're doing this burning witches thing, and it's primarily dudes in line. Mm. I was like, is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel, I mean, I know that, you know. They were burning everybody. Yeah, they were burning everybody. The, the, yeah. The, Anyone yeah. they could get yeah, hands The on. burning women in particular thing, that was that was really more the, the American flavor. Uh, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, like, we got yeah. the real crazy Puritans. Yeah. These are just the yeah. normal crazies. This poor, this actress that is playing this girl getting burned at the stake, she like looks so out of it. I do oh, not yeah. know what her deal <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> um, 
And Duncan is like, we can't have this. It's just some girl with her cat. <laughs> like, why are we burning her <laughs> on the stake? <laughs> and I, I do like how the, the the story about Garrick like slowly comes. I was like, oh my god, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, they, 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 it's because my because my wife and adopted son uh, died. Like, hey, listen, he wasn't he wasn't anywhere near there. They burned in a fire. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Well, he he said he saw the whole thing. Well, yeah, but he couldn't do anything. He was miles away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Cloak your shit better, Garrick. No, Garrick is terrible at cloaking his shit. Um, also, this is the part where I'm like, this is totally a renaissance fair that they just <laughs> converted yeah. to be the set for this episode. <laughs> I was like, this, like, look at the stone, quote unquote, stone wall yeah. behind the scaffolding. <laughs> No, it's cool. I'm, I'm glad they. I'm, gl- I'm glad they were able to to get into to Disney World and get that shot before uh, <laughs> before the parade. It's hilarious. Like I told Dad because I I have once performed at a Renaissance festival, and I was like, I think I've performed on that stage. Ah. <laughs> um, what do what do you think of the costuming for this scene? Eh, yes. It's not not the best. No. It looks quite cheap. Yeah, because there's some of that where these are some guys in some yeah. pants, and like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's not even a thing. And there was one guy in this scene. I can, where is he at? He looks <laughs> like he's he's dressed as a pilgrim versus <laughs> like some, some of them look like <laughs> <laughs> time traveler. <laughs> no, it's all about the it's, it's 1660s. <laughs> I know, but it's <laughs> but they look like Ameri- like the American pilgrims <laughs> versus like you know just English wear like just. Tammy, you're gonna be real. They, sh- you're gonna be real shocked about this. Do you know where most of those uh, pilgrims came from? I do you know, know what. Brad. Do you know when most of them came? Yeah, <laughs> no, I do. They, I they do. didn't buy new clothes to, to arrive. Well, I'm sorry. This just all looks very much in. I bought, went to a costume store, oh, yeah. and I bought these. No, I, I agree. <laughs> this does they not look good. They were I don't. Like wearing... I don't know why you're trying to defend these outfits. <laughs> but... I mean, I'm just no. I'm saying like quality wise. Uh, yeah, but like no, it's it's. it's like accurate. Brad, I I thought when they landed, they all had T-shirts on that said "I Heart Jamestown." <laughs> well, I mean, most of them did, but you know. Mm. Uh, but okay. but honestly, those were paid for by by King James. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. Now I will say I love like um like main um main guy's hat with the ropes. <laughs> that looks just, so yeah. silly to it, me. Yeah, like it it just I mean the guy with like the. The ruffle collar, like, the collar looks like it's made out of, like, paper. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's, somebody's gonna, he's gonna get into that fight and it's just gonna rip. <laughs> like, everything just looks terrible no, in no, this when scene. He, when, well, the best thing is, though, when he finishes eating his, his turkey leg, he, <laughs> he's got a napkin, like, right there, he can just rip off a, a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then we have this thing where uh, Garrick's gonna kill himself in front of everyone because that's what immortals do. <laughs> We've, yeah, we've learned that's just what they do. <laughs> Maybe um, this is where Duncan got the idea. Yeah, and then uh, he ends like Duncan's trying to fight with him over the little knife thing and ends up taking it in his gut. Uh, and then, of course, rises because not dead. <laughs> yeah, because in Garrick's shouting all the time, "See, we can't die. We can't die." Like, hey, you fucking like. God, I know that, like, you have whatever, like, you have visions and also some undiagnosed mental disorder that we are just vaguely talking around. Yeah. But, like, I, like, you are not helping anyone. Yeah. Um, hold on. I gotta find this guy again. 
Oh no, I just saw, I just saw my favorite weird extra costume. Yep, hold the fuck up. 1357. <laughs> there is, okay. there is, there is a guy wearing some pajamas that I just don't know about. They've got like diamonds on them. Oh wow, he looks like he's come from the village in the prisoner. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? He's like a, a rogue harlequin. That's, <laughs> that's a period look, I'm sure. That, I'm sure like, that's what they that, like, I don't know what that is. I have no the idea. The extras in this scene are like really over the top as well. I kind of love it. Yeah. Well, like and acting. then to think after this scene, <laughs> they went and <laughs> had their, their lunch stolen. stolen. <laughs> Jackie Chan just eating a bologna sandwich, just looking at him like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? The guy's oh. wearing tights, like full on tights with diamonds on them too. <laughs> Like, it's a whole matching set. Yeah, like, is he supposed to be a gesture? Like, what? what is this? I don't know. Um, what do we think about uh, Duncan doing, like, the devil horns to them? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I fucking love that. Like, I think, <laughs> what are you- what is this? <laughs> it's- this scene is wacky. It yeah. is wacky. Um... And I will also say it is a flashback that actually <laughs> makes sense in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Versus us trying to figure out why is this flashback here? Um, so Duncan gets the girl uh, on the horse. Does he take her cat too or do no, you leave her cat left, there? they left that fucking cat. Oh, wow. Oh, the cat. cat had to burn. Oh, Sorry. Little guy. Oh. <laughs> it's a witch. Oh. It's a witch cat. They're the best um, kind. And, yeah. I have a black cat. She's definitely a witch cat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they they get on a horse and go off, and then um, Garrick's like also on a horse right behind him. So yeah. See it, again, like this is the point where it's like if if Duncan had turned around like as they were riding away and could see like Garrick being taken off of the horse, yeah. maybe all Garrick that had could have given him the finger. Horns. If Garrick had thrown some uh, Garrick had thrown some devil, devil horns, <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> Uh, it was just so, at this. I was like, who does these devil horns? I don't know. Like, like I, that is so kooky. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> um, all right. So we, we, uh, gargoyle rolled our way back into this so weird. current scene. Um, and what, what is, okay. What is Duncan wearing to this art show? Exactly. Like, it's like the slouchiest look. I, I, like I swear, mm. they're just trying to—they're trying to make him look more McCloudy because of uh, Connor. Because mm. <laughs> like he's it's been looking cloudy. real slouchy for a couple episodes. Yeah, I don't—I don't like it. Mm -mm. Like he looks like such a fucking mess. Yeah. Like I get it. You have not been sleeping. You could probably feel tired. But what's your excuse every other time we've seen you in this outfit? I just—I'm tired of seeing him in this slouch wear. Mm. Um. All right, so he's talking to Garrick, and glad he's still around, and um, and I don't think Garrick tells him at this point anything about like, oh yeah, that I was burned alive or oh, anything no, he like that. He doesn't tell him anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just gives him a statue of a of, of a little demon with a penis. <laughs> yep. Here, take one of my beautiful statues. Um, Anne is, by the way, on a phone call with the hospital. She's got to go into work. So much for playing hooky. Wah, wah. Oh, um, stupid Anne. Yeah, why does the statue have a little penis? <laughs> Very weird. Like it's anatomically correct. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> do, do demons have penises? I don't know. <laughs> Some boy, boy uh, demons do. <laughs> Some girl demons too. Yeah, I guess so. 
uh, the expression on that demon's face. He was like, "Hey, <laughs> very, very surprised to be here." <laughs> it is so funny watching Duncan like carrying the statue around. Yes, because it is. as soon as he said, mm-hmm. as soon as Garrick said he was going to give him the statue, I was like, "So is he going to like pick it up and like from right here?" And like we don't, sadly, we don't get to see that. I would have loved if he just picks it up off the pedestal and was like, "All right, I guess I have to carry this around now." So I guess if people buy them at his installation, they just have to pick them up and carry <laughs> yeah, them home, like, you know? So no wrapping, insane. no box, No waiting nothing. till the end of, of the the show. Exhibit? Yeah. Because it's an exhibit. Yeah. It's not like, like yeah. you would it's think that stays. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, this is yours. Yeah, so yeah, just sign this and you'll you'll come and pick it up on Thursday when they when we close. Yeah. But no, Duncan just grabs it and he's walking at home. <laughs> also, it, it just made me think I about did, like I, having a gargoyle marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder if like um, Garrick, because Duncan starts to go weird, and I was like, oh, maybe Garrick like drugged this gargoyle. That's what or something. I thought too. Oh, it's covered in yeah. you know. So when w- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I thought that that's the 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 way that they were going to do it is he's he was somehow being drugged. Yeah, the mm-hmm. only person that drugs him is Anne. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is where Anne talks about like, oh, he seems pretty level headed. I thought he'd be a real weirdo considering he does all these creepy gargoyles. <laughs> like Anne, get out of here. <laughs> oh, she's worst. And you're so lame. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, well, I do, I do support the skirt and the boots. Like the fuzzy sweater, I'm not sure about. Yeah, mm. it's a again. Like I feel like the this episode, and I know we're in '94, so we're like yeah. in the mid '90s. Like this episode is like so many things are just like screaming to me that they're in the Absolutely. '90s. Like I get it, I get it. We're in the '90s. I get like hairstyles, just like everything, and that sweater. And so it's not crystals on her necklace necessarily. They're like hanging beads. Uh. so. I don't know if that makes it better or worse, but that's that's what's happening. Um, That's just wannabe crystals. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, So uh, this is when Duncan sees... uh, Oh, yes, that's what's happening. He sees the shadowy cloaked man (laughs) on top of the thing coming at him with a sword. This is such a great scene. Cause what a lunatic! Yeah, he's like, he wh- like all of a sudden whips out a sword. Wait, you get? How does Anne not know he's carrying a sword? Like she's all up on him What's... all the time. Yeah, she doesn't yeah. notice that sword. What's insane is like she. This is not why she dumps him. No, no. It's not that he attacks someone and waves a sword around in public. It's that <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't want her to know him. They don't want to. She doesn't feel like they're inside each other. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I was like, I think you've been inside. It. I mean, I'm glad we haven't seen it, but Ugh. the lines mm. that they have her say, uh-uh. it's <laughs> no good. Ugh. So disgusting. It's no good. Um, but yeah, he's just like he's just like doing sword fights with thin air, and like it's so great. And it's like, so great. The waterfall. It's so. And then all of a sudden, the cops are like, "What the fuck is happening here?" <laughs> the cops pull <laughs> guns on him. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he looks like a nerd that's playing with swords. Like, yeah, yeah. he's, he's not even do. facing like where the public is would be walking. No. Like he 
he's crazy clearly yeah he's he's something i mean even if you think something is like wrong with him he's not harming anyone so why you would pull your guns out oh wait you're cops that's why yeah that's that's why you're pulling your guns out because it's like insane to me that they just pull their their guns out and that Anne has to be like, I'm I'm a doctor, he's fine, like, he was just showing me his sword, hi It's like, oh, god, Anne, you're the worst. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he keeps calling Duncan Bruce Lee, and I'm like, it's yeah. like is, does Bruce Lee fight with a sword? No. <laughs> I didn't think, I think so, so, but I was like, does he? I mean, there might be, there might, he he did a ton of movies, was like, but that's not what I think of when no, I think of Bruce Lee, I don't think of sword fighting. Like, um, call him like, I don't know, like, Errol Flynn or something. <laughs> I would like not Flynn. want to be called Errol Flynn, that's for sure. <laughs> um so yeah, they get in the car and now Anne is, is actually like concerned like something is definitely wrong with well, him. Well, cuz she thought she was dating like this cool like dude and now she's realizing she may be dating a sword nerd. <laughs> Um, Tammy, what if you found out that all this time Dan has secretly been a sword nerd? I'd be sh- I mean, I would be shocked. I don't even know how I'd react. Would you divorce him immediately? I mean, the, it would be on the table for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Along with all his sword. <laughs> he just takes you like, hey, I, I want to show you something. He takes you to a storage unit. He's like, um, I, I wasn't comfortable sharing this with you until now. <laughs> um, and it's just like all- 20 years later. It's yeah. just like all, it's like the, the walls are just like covered with like so- sword holders and all these different kinds of like swords. Oh, yeah. God. Um, so this is one of the scenes that was and super like, hey, long, I made this sword particularly for you, Tammy. That's right. I also forged my own sword. <laughs> okay, I I could see that being the case. I could see that. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was one of the scenes that, uh, between Anne and Duncan where they're in the car having a conversation that was ex- and extended originally. Um, where she questions, why the fuck does he have a sword? Why are you just out in the world and with a sword and Duncan of course tries to make jokes and that doesn't go over well um and instead we just get you know well just fine I don't need any more Anne but we do just get a very shortened scene where she's like are you hallucinating like is that what happened you know you haven't been sleeping plus the hallucinations there could like be something seriously wrong with you Mm. and he's like I'm fine please leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) get out of here yeah but he does go talk to Joe about it. He's not going to talk to Anne, but he is going to go talk to Joe about it. Um, and he's trying to find out what could be going on, why he's all of a sudden seeing these hallucinations. Joe's like, I've never heard of what you're talking about, so I don't know. Um, and then he does play the Moonlight Sonata on Joe's piano, which he mm. says he didn't know how to play. So I don't know what that's about. I felt like it was Derek can play the piano. Yeah, Garrick's like putting, putting that his in Duncan's brain. But this isn't part of the hallucination part when he's talking to Joe this time. Yeah, I, I think he's always in his mind. Yeah, I think he's. Weird. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's just. Proje- I, I. I think he cooked up this dream, and like part of it's just he's playing the piano, and so it's just kind of in there. That's weird. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out, sorry to jump back to Anne um, yeah, for a second. Uh, I posted an image um, in the chat there. Uh, why does Anne's face look like Don Knotts? <laughs> 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 I, I get a side by side here. I'm like, I feel like, like, 
poor Anne, like, she has an unfortunate face. And I've been trying to figure out, what, is it, is it, does she have an old face? It's like, it's not just old, there's something else. And then I realized, I think it's Don Knotts. <laughs> Don Knotts is staring back at you and making out with Duncan. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean... Oh, by the way, guys, there's a fox screaming outside my window, so I'm just going to go and chase it away. Oh my god. I don't know if you can hear it, it sounds like a woman screaming in the garden. Claire is That's a murderer, so... by the way. Uh, yeah. We're all pretending we <laughs> I don't will, know. I will edit this out, I'll be back in a minute, guys, please continue. <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to continue. I'm supposed to continue when we know that Claire, one of Claire's victims, escaped. <laughs> Uh, she's chasing her back into her cage. I just assume that's where Claire's uh, got people hit. Oh, of course. You gotta cage them. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense he hasn't, he didn't tell Joe about Garrick at this point in time, because there would be no reason, but I am surprised, like, never went back to talk to Joe about Garrick. Like, oh, Garrick's been helping me with X, Y, and Z. Instead, yeah. he has to hear from Richie. Yeah. And then Richie, as far as we know, Richie doesn't tell duncan about garrick like and what joe said you guys just need to communicate better yeah although i'm not sure like duncan would i i don't i still don't feel like duncan trusts joe 100 percent. yeah so for good reason i mean yeah 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 no for sure though like i don't though joe trusts duncan to like let him have dates in his bar when it's not open which is so fucking weird yeah um, so we're, we're in with Garrick and Duncan. There was a cut part, which I think adds a little bit more color to Garrick's background. Cause we know as the audience that he ended up being burned at the stake. Duncan doesn't know that, but there is some cut lines here where Garrick, um, it, you know, we're seeing like this book of like horrendous things happening to people like screws being drilled into somebody's head. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's some cut lines about Derek saying that's how, uh, the insane were kept into the last century dogs look better and then says i i keep it to remember what i went through so not only was he burned at the stake but over the centuries he also was tortured because of his mental state sorry can you guys hear that no it's like going (laughs) awkward Uh, yeah so i just went in the garden but it's not in our garden now claire do do you do you also see a a panto baton in 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 the garden <laughs> oh yeah, there he is. He's going come back. Is is there is there one right right now? <laughs> oh, Pat, the ghost of Pato Banton. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I will edit that out. Or mm-hmm. don't. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Claire, I was just mentioning real quick that uh, there was some cut lines about Garrick talking basically how he was tortured because of his mental condition over the past centuries. So mm-hmm. like all those torturous uh, visions, that, like the imagery that we keep being shown in between the scenes, that that's what Garrick had also went through. What I don't and like I think- about, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, but what I don't like yeah. about this whole thing is that like he really does have some sort of psychic powers and have visions. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there does seem to also be mental illness so i'm like yeah yeah uh, could we could we decide if maybe it's one or the other because well i i almost wondered or like if they could have they just didn't clarify things because i think if they had like decided like okay he has all these visions because of that he thought he had a right. mental illness and then yeah. everyone else like you know treating him like a witch or a lunatic like exactly leads, leads him to to have some kind of like traumatic response now yeah. um and if he just took a little lsd he'd be better no i'm just playing <laughs> Truth. <laughs> but uh yeah so i think like if they had done that i i actually 
actually think they should have left those lines. It's two lines that they cut where yeah. he just talks about being like tortured for centuries and he keeps those books around to remind him of what he went through. And it's like, God, I would have loved for them to have kept that in. Like, I, I think the more mm. color we could put to this character of why he is the way he is. And also, we know why he's pissed at Duncan. He feels like Duncan left him. So yeah. it, it just would have made the storyline, I think, cleaner. Um, but no, they ticked that out. So we don't, as far as we know from this episode, we don't know any of that stuff. Um, but he does talk about, you know, uh, like D- D- this is where Duncan is trying to figure out like, Ooh, Hey, uh, so what were your visions like? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, like this one. And he reveals <laughs> <"Ta-da!"> <laughs> the exact hooded figure. Duncan so funny. Sees. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a fun reveal. <laughs> Um, then we got some Joe and Richie time. Yeah, flirting. Yeah. Always Uh, flirting. Some of the part of the scene that was extended originally was uh, Richie really talking to Joe about getting this kid some time at the (laughs) the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um, but Joe is more interested in like, hey, what is going on with Duncan? And at this point, Richie's like, he's fine. He's fine. It's like, no big deal. (laughs) You know, he's got a lot going on. He's lived 400 years. Um... And then we're back at Garrick's studio, and this is where Garrick is telling Duncan, like, oh, you you can't fight this guy. It's all in your mind. You can't fight him. I mean, shitty advice. Well, I don't know. Like, like, I mean, obviously we know that, you know, what his uh, eventual plan is. But, like, to the point until he actually is there, that is good advice, because you shouldn't start swinging a sword around in the middle of public for no reason. Exactly. He's basically like, you can't can't fight it, though. Do you know what I mean? He's basically saying, click your shit, and uh, don't fight it. Just, like, if it's it's not real, it's not there, it can't hurt you. Like, that's decent advice, except for the fact that he's planning on sneaking in there in the costume. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Um, and then we're, we've got a whole scene of Joe letting this kid play guitar with these, uh, (laughs) the agents there. This is why I believe this is somebody's nephew, like. I, yeah, it's a lot. Because it's, there's not even a band, it's just him playing guitar. Yeah. Mm. It's weird. Um. Are we going to get it in Joe's bar where it's going to be like the bronze in Buffy to like. That's, yeah, yeah. I mean, not, not, I don't think to the extent that Buffy went to, but definitely this was a thing that happened. I mean, mainly on like, what was it? The WB or whatever Buffy was on. Um. I mean, this was, this was USA. This was basically the WB before the WB. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there was part of that. Um, there is one line that got cut here that I thought was funny because, uh, Joe is talking to Richie about the suits in the the bar, and he says the guys keep Armani and Gucci off welfare. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like I don't think that's with welfare, but <laughs> um, yeah. And they're very excited. Uh, apparently, jo- Richie's very excited because these guys really like this kid. And I like that Richie asks Joe. He's like, "Oh, they're they're waving me over. What do I do?" <laughs> and Joe's like, "Well, you're the agent, so <laughs> go. You gotta go talk yeah. to him." Um, if this wasn't such an episode where I think they could have shoved more storyline in, I wouldn't have minded this scene because it's, I like Joe and Richie together and I like having, you know, it's just that there were precious minutes in this episode that I think they still, they needed Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they gave it to this. Um, uh, let's do, oh, (laughs) 
man calls Duncan. Duncan is like lying on his desk. <laughs> Which man, seems man very uncomfortable sack. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Anne calls I'd like <laughs> Adrian Paul looks the most cash answering that phone, like one leg lifted. <laughs> like he just <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Anne is just calling to check in on him. Are you getting sleep? Uh, um, well, uh, I, certainly not now. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I was, and you woke me up, bitch. Hey. Yeah. And um, she's checking in to see if he went to see a doctor. Like, hey, did you did you call someone? Did you? It's like, look, <laughs> he you were not his guardian. You were not his guard. Like, you're barely his girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah. And Step off. I, I, yeah, and it's like, there's just, I mean, I know, like, in TV show world, a lot of shit's happened, but in, like, in reality, like, he's had a couple of nightmares, and he, like, had a weird little freak out and pulled the sword yeah. out and, you know, swung it around. <laughs> like, not, that's not really... That's like, all right, go home. Maybe, maybe you have, maybe you're, maybe you just need to get some rest. Maybe you're coming down with something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but she treats it as if, like, he's got brain cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he just keeps telling her, like, hey, stop worrying. I'm going to take care of it. Like, the fact that he has to tell her that over and over again is very irritating. Yeah. Um, she's okay. I would. Oh, it's no wonder he snaps her in this episode. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I I'm mean, not blaming her. Oh, I am blaming. Her. I'm not. She's just like. It's just like no, back they, off. They, read the room. You know. <laughs> exactly. Like Anne, read the room. <laughs> None of us want you here. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> um, but it does get crazy. He sees the the hooded figure again, and he goes after it. And Richie ends up. Poor Richie walks in. <laughs> Yeah. And, and ends up in the middle of a sword fight he didn't intend to yeah. be in. Um, and Duncan, like, gets him pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, even Richie says, like, you know, you almost took my head. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's real fucked um, up. It is real fucked up. Like, I, Adrian, yeah. Paul, Adrian Paul is doing an awesome job in this episode. Yes. Because he, yeah. like, he is out of his goddamn mind. Yeah, yeah. like, I know we, we uh, like, we've mentioned, like, he's not really sleeping, but he looks like someone who is not sleeping. Yeah. yeah he like, he shit. looks... <laughs> like he has the mad worries. <laughs> yes, he does. He's yeah. got the mad worries. He's definitely got the mad weary. Yeah. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, "Yes, that's exactly what's happening." <laughs> um, shout out! Shout out to all the Eternals fans. <laughs> Both of you. Um, but also, I think um, Stan Kirsch is doing a good job as Richie in this oh, episode yeah, too. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's fine. Wow! Wow, Claire. <laughs> your favorite character, Claire. No. You just don't realize it. Like, every episode is like, oh, I hate Duncan this episode. Duncan's a terrible person. Oh, he's terrible. He is. You know what? I really yeah. like Richie. Richie, I like this episode. Every episode, Claire. I don't know. I every think my episode. Favorite... <laughs> <laughs> my favorite character at the moment is Joe. Well, obviously, because well, he's the yeah. coolest motherfucker on the planet. But... Yeah. But, you know, that's um, it. Yeah. So. Uh... But I, but I think like Richie did, like uh, Stan Kirsch does a good job in this scene and the other scene later on with uh, Duncan of being pissed because like he almost got beheaded, <laughs> and also being very concerned for his friend. Um. So yeah, so he's trying to figure out with Duncan like what the hell's going on, and uh oh, he sliced real bad in his gut. Mm -hmm. It's gross. It is gross. Um, and Duncan's telling him some of, like, the things that uh, Garrick told him. Like, uh, mm. uh, but Richie calls it. He's like, is this a Freddy Krueger kind of thing? <laughs> 
And I was like, well, kind of. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean. Which, man, how great would that be? That's the crossover I want. Uh, An immortal, um, an immortal went down to, to Elm Street. <laughs> uh, but this is where uh, Richie learns of who Garrick is. That he was an immortal who studied the mind for centuries, and he's uh, he's he saw the same thing. Yeah. Um, they, there's way too much talk in this episode about Freud and Young, and yeah. Well, I'm I, just like, come on. To me, it just uh, sounded like those were the only two names. Oh yeah, <laughs> the writers oh, knew. <laughs> That's, that's that's true. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, I I know we're about to get to the weird thing on the wall, but before yeah. we get to it, let's talk about the other weird thing on the wall. I'm looking at 2719, and there's some sort of like weird like thing on the wall that I'm like, oh yeah, what that looks like a shell. Yeah, some kind of like creepy shell or mm, like yeah. I. <laughs> what was the time again, Brad? 2719. It's like a, sh- a shell in a box. <laughs> It's a shell in a box. That's a shell. That's not a creepy, weird no, uh, skin yeah, mask thing. I mean, it's... And is the skin mask which thing is on the, the side, side of where that shell yeah. is? What yeah. is this box? Well, I, this is like the... This is the... This is the wall. This is the... Um, this is the, uh, um, yeah, it's a wall. It's a, like a, a pillar. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I'm your creepy little skin mask. What is it? It's so weird. And I tried to look at the cutscenes, like, to see if maybe something was moved around <laughs> to it would be even better eyeballs. If, when these eyeballs appear if like a little a little grin appeared underneath <laughs> a little toothy grin and then it winked <laughs> amazing or at the end of the episode when Garrick dies we pan back to this and it just winks at the camera yeah I'll be back the, the, the most I could get is there in the shooting script um mm. Richie talks to Duncan at the loft then so now Dun- uh, Richie knows Garrick's name then mm-hmm. he goes talks to Joe. Then he, when he's on his way back, is when he encounters the shadow guy. When he's actually mm. so, so the order changes around. Yeah. Um. So I'm wondering if that flashback also changed around, and that's what we were supposed to go into here. Ah. Because oh. since since they so that's edited, why the eyes are there. Yeah. Because otherwise, I can't figure out why those eyes are there. Because nothing <laughs> in the cutscenes around it would references anything about you know. I- I thought it was him, John Garrick's possessing this little mask, and he's like, I'm yeah. watching! Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, just because I know starting with that scene, some of the other scenes got shuffled around. So. Yeah. Um, then we get, which, I mean, look, is this a HIPAA violation? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got fucking Marsha and Anne trying to <laughs> Marcia, look through- Marcia, Marcia. Yeah, trying to look up Duncan's medical records yeah i don't this is not okay like <laughs> i'm not trying to call HIPAA violation but also is it <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. yeah i yeah. feel like this would be right this is a HIPAA violation like hey marjorie taylor green uh. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know HIPAA violation watch this episode of highlander <laughs> we got one for you um, and then, but um, wait, I'm sorry, it wouldn't be a HIPAA violation because HIPAA was passed in 1996. Ah, well, this is this is why they yeah, passed. Yeah, they passed it because <laughs> of Anne. Yep, They were like, people, doctors can't just look up people's medical records because they're dating them, can they? They can in 1994. <laughs> 
also, how does she know that he didn't like wasn't born abroad or anything like that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean that's where his medical I mean, like they're like, oh yeah, we found every single one of his like every single place where there'd be medical records and there aren't any. No. Well, that's not possible, Anne. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he's like, oh, well, yeah. I guess he's never been to Blue uh, Blue Cross. And I'm like, well, you know, that's not the only like insurance network, right? Yeah. Like, also, maybe maybe they've got his name wrong. It's like 1994 computer systems. Like, I mm. maybe he goes to a country doctor. He's got an accent. Yeah. Like, maybe he just doesn't pay for American medical care. <laughs> yeah. it's, just, it's cheaper to fly back to wherever the hell he's from. Yeah. I mean, They're because... so near to, uh, I guess, in secret, it's Canada. Maybe he goes to Canada. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I know that you know clearly Duncan doesn't tell her a lot, but it's like he could have at least told her he's been to like lived in Paris, right? Like yeah. I don't understand. Like I I don't get or understand how she thinks like just because she can't find medical records that like that means he's never gone to a doctor. Now let's be clear, he hasn't. But <laughs> I don't understand that that's the leap in her logic. Yeah, it's it's very convenient. Is what I'm. <laughs> Um, so we have this next scene. Let's talk for hours about this cafe scene. (laughs) I think it's hysterical. Anne is, like, waiting for a fight. Like, she is waiting. She has come to this breakfast brunch situation, ready to fight with Duncan about not having medical records. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're literally not talking to each other (laughs) at this meal. And then she starts, like... Uh, you know, hey, how's your how's your meal? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm just I'm not hungry. I mean, you clearly can see he looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and she just g- jumps right in. All right, let's skip the small talk. What the fuck is going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> A reasonable question in the fact that he does look a fucking... Like, he looks... Yeah, he looks terrible. He yeah. looks awful, yeah. Also, his hair's down, so he looks like... He looks like an insomniac Tommy Wiseau. But, that, but that's not what we... We know what she means is, why oh, don't yeah. you have medical records? Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. It would be different if it was out of concern, like, hey, like... I really think this seems whatever's going on seems to be getting worse. <laughs> but that is not what happened. No. She is literally looking for a fight and then seems shocked when he's mad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And he, being someone who clearly has mentally, physically a lot going on, snaps as one does in the most inappropriate time <laughs> and place <laughs> and yells at everyone in the restaurant. It's great. It's great. <laughs> He really loses it, oh, yeah. and it's hilarious. <laughs> and then she's just left there awkwardly sitting, like, <gasps> uh, yeah. Well, I guess I'll finish this uh, brand muffin now, all right? Um, yeah, and I don't know who says it, but it's all I'm reading the transcript, and it says, you know, after Duncan leaves, he's, you know, give me some room. What are you looking at? Have you seen an argument before? I'm sorry. And he storms off. And then there's a woman in the background that says, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> So I don't know if she's like talking to someone she's with. <laughs> like it'll be fine. This is this happens oh, all yeah. the time at this cafe. I don't know why we keep coming back here. For the for the floor <laughs> show. Come on. Absolutely. I, I would be here every uh, week. Yeah. So yeah, so she's admitted in this scene that she's looking at his medical records and he tells her she needs to mind her own business. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> why is she doing that? And um then her her reason for it, by the way, is oh they're in a relationship. <laughs> Are you guys like barely, right? Barely. He doesn't care about you. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're in a relationship is not an excuse to, like, spy on somebody's medical records. Yeah. Even though at the time, not illegal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what if she had fa- what She if- made it illegal. Okay, let's, let's, like, what if, like, okay, we're, we're taking this out of, he's not an immortal, he has medical yeah. records, and she finds out he has cancer, like, and he just hasn't told her yet, mm. because, like, you know, it's a private medical thing, and he's kind of freaking out about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, then she just, like, snooped up into his shit, like, that's- She's the worst. You can't do that. Yeah, this is not this is not her reading his Twitter account. Like this is his medical records. Yeah. <laughs> his his public Twitter account. I can't b- imagine Duncan on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like to think Typing he, with he his, was. his two fingers. He would just be, he would just be like <laughs> correcting like like people yes. that are wrong about historical facts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, uh, that and, and sword nerd shit. He'd be totally Oh, definitely. Sword and shit. Um, all right. So he's, they've had their blowout and it's, it's uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> and then we have this scene where he's like practicing with the uh, katana. Um, and when he takes that sword and puts it back in its sheath, they use the wackiest sound effect mm-hmm. that okay. it sounds like he's split his pants. Like, that's <laughs> what it sounds like with that. <laughs> Amazing. And I'm like, I don't think that's the right sound effects. <laughs> um, so he sees the shadow figure in the mirror. He turns around to yell at it to go away, and it's not there. And then the little mask on the wall winks again. He's like, hee here I am. Yeah. I mean, the guy, I, I can't imagine going through this. Like, you're just seeing shit all the time. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's real and what's not. Because, like, that opening sequence where he's playing the piano and he's walking around and all that, like, that's much more intense than just these delusions he's saying. Like, that's a whole sequence of things he didn't do. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that he was still in bed for. So, um, all right. Now we're at, he went back to see Garrick. <laughs> I don't like him picking up this candle. Yeah, this, I, <laughs> yeah. this candle shit is weird. Like... <laughs> How is wax not falling out? I don't know. Talk about weird sound effects. When he when he knocks the candle over, there's also a weird sound effect that like it sounds like he dropped like a remote control or something. Something plastic <laughs> or something hits the ground. I'm like, I, I guess he knocked something over, but it just sounds like we're just using wrong sound effects this episode. <laughs> yeah. And Garrick uh lived underground at some point because there's so many fucking kills in this place. Yeah, like <laughs> what is your deal? You have to like stone carved by candlelight? Weird. I don't think Tessa would approve. I'm having a romantic evening with my gargoyle monsters. <laughs> um, alright, so he's, he's just reiterating, like, hey, don't fight this thing. You're fine. <laughs> I've lived through it. Don't fight you this thing. Whatever you do. <laughs> Oy. Um, and then we get a flashback. Um, and this is, it's kind of wild to watch all these people carry Derek off, or Garrick off of his horse. Yeah. Again, he should have he could have thrown some of those devil signs and gotten out of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because nobody follows Duncan. No, I mean you just gotta um, try harder. Like you suck. Like you've been around. He's already like so old and he's so bad at this. Like Duncan's yeah. a little baby immortal and like already like figured out. Yeah, I can trick these people. <laughs> yeah, they're totally into devils and gods. Like I can totally play into this. Um. This is terrible, him being burned alive. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I, no, that's, yeah, that's super fucked up. It is a fucking nightmare, like, because I would think your body's trying to heal itself the entire time. Yeah, it's it's gonna be, Ooh. I think it's gonna, yeah, I think it would be worse if you're an immortal and, like, being burnt alive, because, yeah, yeah, 
Nope. 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 Also, like, how, like, how long did, like, when, how, how did he get out of that? Like, ugh. Yeah. Claire. Hello. Would you, would you like being burned alive <laughs> if you were an immortal? <laughs> I am being burnt alive in London at the moment, so I feel like I'm getting in touch with my inner John Garrick, because <laughs> we have no air conditioning, we're having a red weather warning. It's not good, guys, so I... Oh, the yeah. weather's red. Oh, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, report, uh, okay, so in the south, uh, we get a we get a storm front coming through, but over here, it's going to be red. It's just going to be a real red. daredevil storm coming. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got red coming in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Strong red pressure wave coming in. Stop being cheeky, Brad. It's very red outside. Cheek. It's Why very is red. Fireworks outside. Oh my word! Weird. What is going on? Claire's, just, um, Claire's just hallucinating all kinds of weird sounds outside. <laughs> today. We got screaming foxes, fireworks, and red. <laughs> um, Claire's fake. Like it's. <laughs> Claire's actual name is Laura, and she lives in New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's me, Laura. <laughs> oh, whoa! whoa. I, I think you're Georgia. wrong. Bro. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I live in Jersey. Yikes. Whoa! Oh dear. Um. So, if if you guys weren't sure yet that Garrick was the hood, was the shadow, uh, then this this hopefully cemented it. Yeah. Um, but he, he says uh, you yeah, left, it's but I like, won't. Leave. Yeah. Yeah, he says, you left, but I won't leave you. Wherever you go, wherever you run, we'll be there, McLeod. <laughs> Me in this cloak? Like, I don't yeah. know. He's I mean, really, at this um, point, though, I'm like, all right, well, we knew it was him. I still don't know how he's doing this. Yeah, so a line that was cut was the extended line where he says, um, we'll be there, McLeod. We're inside your head. Which I mm. feel like they should have just left that. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. That would have been a little helpful. Yeah. Maybe. Into the episode. Um, alright. And finds Duncan, like, by the water. I don't even know where this is. It looks like a retention pond. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a real nightmare place. Like, I'm like, why are you hanging out there? Seriously. Um, like a three, three-eyed fish floats up. Like, I don't know. It looks very <laughs> creepy. Yeah, no. He, yeah, mm. he, he's, like, parked on the side of the- She found him because he parked on the side of the road and just, like, wandered down a hill. God, weird. Um, so she comes down to talk to him and also give him drugs. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's, like, he's, like, throwing- He's, like, skipping stones, like, across the water. But, like, he was holding these rocks for a while before he threw them. It's like, what has he got in his hands? What is he- What's he doing? <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. It was very distracting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, she tells him to stop pretending that everything is okay. Um, and he, he says, like, I'm fighting this. I'll get over it. I just need some time. Which, that's fair. Like, she doesn't know what's going on, but he yeah, does. So and it's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing that she can help with. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so she says, like, here are these, these pills. At least they can help you sleep. So some, some sleepy time pills. I mean, that is, I guess, the fun thing about dating a doctor. <laughs> sure. I don't think she was thinking that he was going to take the whole thing. No, things. no, I do not think so. I do <laughs> not think so. It is, we'll get there, but that was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Very intense. Um, Joe and Richie are together again. My two little lovebirds. Um, They're so cute. Oh, Yeah, and then uh, Richie is telling Joe about like, hey, like, you know, this whole thing about, uh, well, first of all, he tells him about Corey Lightning, that he left him, he dumped him. <laughs> Single again. Yeah. And, uh, and then I he guess talks we're just about- a couple of bachelors, Joe, you and I. 
Um, and then yeah, he talks. The love of Joe's life is now gone. Yeah. Whatever her name was. <laughs> um, I don't like Joe's shirt here. Putting it out there. Yeah. It's a real slouchy shirt. Um, but yeah, so then he tells him about um, Duncan's issues and then talks about, like, oh, yeah, you know, the. Uh, about Garrick and <laughs> Joe is like John Garrick. That that guy is the wrong person to talk to. That man's insane. <laughs> Which is he though, or is, does he just have visions? He clearly has visions that he's able to push into Duncan's head. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then this is the other scene I like with Richie and Duncan because Richie is trying to help Duncan, and Duncan is basically saying like, "Look, if it comes down to it, like you're gonna need to take my head, like." One of these guys is going to kill the other one by the end of this series, right? I would, well, or are they both in the movie? Well, I, I mean, yeah. I would I would think so. But I would think it's going to be, you know, Richie. At some point, I would think if one of them's going to die, it's going to be Richie because yeah. it's Duncan's show. <laughs> and then so. he's going he's gonna to take Richie's quickening and then he's going to be so overcome with grief, he's going to think that he's Richie and then he's going to put a little sock puppet on his hand. Oh, God, he's going to no, go, hey, please. Richie, are you okay? And the little sock puppet's like, I'm okay, Mac. I forgive you. Uh-uh. So next episode is this when you think it'll happen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's it becomes gone, a very dark. He's story. gone crazy this episode and next yeah. episode yeah. full of grief. Um, yeah, so he's like, oh, uh, it's. I just think it's really sad. And, and Richie says, look, I'm not fucking killing you. So you know, just chill out with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he says he can't deal with it anymore and he's leaving. And so Duncan downs the, like, who does this? I mean, I get that you're not gonna die. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I, <laughs> again, I feel like immortals have higher tolerance. I guess, but all of them? That just seems a little much. <laughs> he's very sleepy. <laughs> Aww. I mean, if it'll help with his hair. <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, Richie's um, cleaned the kitchen, like, what else are you gonna do? Just take some pills. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we get the scene with Richie being taken out by Garrick real quick. <laughs> Richie needs some practice fighting more. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's too quick. He should have inherited old, what's his face, his skills when he sucked up his quickening. Yeah. What's his name? Mako. 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 Um, but I like that Richie just thinks that he's also now having yeah. visions. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? But it's so funny. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he goes, no way. <laughs> and then uh, Garrick leaves him and says, I'll come for you next or I'll come for you later. <laughs> um, yeah, so Duncan is like all drugged out and then he's not going to fight this vision. But then he sees the hand, uh, the ring on his hand and realizes it's Garrick. And then Garrick reveals himself. Um, it's a pretty intense little fight scene here. Mm. Yeah, because Duncan's lo- so out of it. He's so out of yeah. it. Yeah. We've never seen him like this. Yeah. Well, it freaked, I mean, it didn't freak me out, but like, it was just kind of crazy, like when he threw his sword to the side because he wasn't going to fight this shadow. Yeah. Right. Mm. And he's just like, I'm not going to fight you. And he like throws the sword. I'm like, oh, no, Duncan. (laughs) Take up your sword. Yeah. He really just says what a shitty sword fighter Garrick is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He is terrible. Yeah. Um, and this is where uh, Garrick tells Duncan about being burned at the stake, and he says, "They burned me. Can you imagine the smell of your own skin blistering?" That's what I have at the moment in the sun in London. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't like. At what point like, God do damn they? Fox is screaming again outside. Oh my god! Can at you what hear point it? do they? Oh, no, we can't hear it. Uh, at what point do they like take him down from the stake? 
Yeah. I don't know, because he's just going to keep coming back. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think that, like, I don't know, because, like... He's got to pass out just from the pain, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he probably, he's probably down for a little bit, because, like, that's pretty hardcore. Mm. Like, there's yeah. a lot of healing that has to be done, so I... I... Oh, now we hear it. That's the screaming fox. It sounds like the goats out of Fall of Thunder Brad. <laughs> yeah. I, like, but, okay, here's my... But, like, also, like, that was, like... 300 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, so did did he come to see Coover because he found out Duncan was there and this has, like, been his long plan? Oh, that's crazy. Like, it took him I 300 mean, years to he, track down Duncan? Yeah, or maybe this is by the time... Because it says it's taken him a long time to, to figure out his gift. So he's having mm. these visions forever. And it's seemingly he... Na- I mean... I don't know in recent times what that means, right? That could be a hundred years no. ago, but um, but he spent years learning how to control his gr- his dreams, and then finally being able to project them into other people. So I don't know how long that has been something he's been able to do. Maybe okay. Maybe he started off taking taking off taking down the uh, the the nearest uh, relative of the people that burned him at the stake, like true Freddy Krueger style. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could see that. And then, like, you know, he runs out of, of, of all the, uh, the Elm Street, uh, uh witch burners. <laughs> and, uh, he's gonna go after Duncan. I don't know. Like, yeah. I just, like, what, what else? I, this is always my question. Like, we find out somebody has been holding a grudge or somebody that's come back for revenge after hundreds of years. Like, what were you doing this whole time? Yeah. I mean, we know that he was in and out of, like, you know, mental, various mental institutions and whatnot and learning how to use his fucking mental dream powers, but, like, what? Yeah. What else? Like that's not enough. Yeah. That's not enough for three hundred years. And I mean, you know, and at least he had to spend several months being able to get together an exhibit and mm, put that on. I mean, <laughs> you had time to like make a, a career as a sculptor. And how did he know that Duncan would show up at his <laughs> exhibit? <Ugh. laughs> um, some of this I think is just happenstance. <laughs> huh. Weird. <laughs> um. So. I do like in this fight where when he's fighting with Duncan, like Duncan throws this, it's like a metal bookcase or whatever shelving over yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, Garrick walks on top of it. Yeah. Which so is wild. we're destroying this apartment, right? Like he's, oh, it's we're not, crazy. We're, yeah. he's not yeah. coming back here. We're, we're, we're going to Paris or something after this, right? I'd imagine yeah, I so, because they have to every it's... season, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it about that time? I mean, it's got to be. Like, where's he? Like, his his place is trashed. Unless we're unless he's moving to like a new place in Seacouver or something. Like, is he gonna? Yeah. Are they just gonna redecorate this apartment? Like, I mean, he's mm. got the money. I guess they could. I mean, they, yeah, of course he could. But like, maybe he's gonna have to move in with Richie. But like, it, realistically, why would they destroy the set to this level? Like, mm. they, do they just want to yeah. buy new shit? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's really wild. Like, um, I like the the line that they used here where uh, Garrick tells him, this time it's real. And then when Duncan beheads him, it says, in your dreams. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so 90s. <laughs> in dreams, I walk with you. In dreams, I talk. Ooh. He just goes with blue velvet. Um, we get the the wacky beheading. Claire, what do you think about this quickening? First of eh. all, <laughs> first of all, Garrick's quickening power goes right into Duncan's tummy. <laughs> it does. It's like the Care Bear stare. <laughs> There's so much in this quickening. Uh, yeah, I love. There's, I love when we right. see. I love when we see the little um spinning gargoyle. <laughs> oh, do we? Oh yeah. Wait, where was that? Because oh, that yeah. would give it five points. It's. I think it's right before like the the beans explode. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm gonna have a look. Oh yeah, it's at 43, like 50. 43, 49. Right, I'm gonna have a look, because that might be a game changer. Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Well, it's like, oh, it's like it's on a waltzer. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Also, like, Duncan's like spinning his sword around his head like he's a baton twirl. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought he was going to decapitate himself. Seriously? I'm like, God, he's so very close to your own neck, sir. It's um, an all right quickening, but those gargoyles, yeah, they've had oh, yeah. three points. Oh, yeah. They spin right around. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, the weather outside of his apartment. I'm like, I I need to understand what the weather people go through in Seacouver. Yeah. Well, guys, we need lightning storms. Uh, we, we were expecting red today, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like our thunderstorm. Oh, no, now it's gone. All right. Thunderstorm's gone. We had some lightning around one building and I uh, <laughs> guess it's cleared off again. Uh, we're expecting red tomorrow. Looking towards blue on Thursday. <laughs> oh. Can I just say, I've just got past that scene and Richie yeah. is sitting in Charlie's office. Charlie's? It's not or, or no, it's office. Charlie. No, it's not uh, no, it's, it's, it's always been Duncan's office since he bought Dojo. Yeah. <laughs> Duncan's, yeah. But he's got his feet on the desk. What are you doing? Gross, get your feet off of that. Um, I like that Duncan is carrying that gargoyle like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> See, if it was fentanyl, then he asked Richie to get rid of this gargoyle, then Richie would start having hallucinations. <laughs> Richie's lips would start tangling. Yeah, now. yeah. Yep. Because that's how it works, And then, guys, a, then, then a cop, works. like, three blocks away would fall down with the vapors. <laughs> would have to self-administer Narcan. Like, to, 50 or 60 okay. times, just to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, it makes me so sad. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so he tells Richie to get rid of this gargoyle thing. <laughs> so, like, where does Richie take it? <laughs> I mean, he like, better sell it, like, because like this is like a this guy had an exhibit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He get some money. Uh, what also, do you Richie, think? I need the- you to get rid of this gargoyle. Also, I'm gonna need you to um, I'm gonna need you to redecorate upstairs completely. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a headless dead body up there. <laughs> gonna need you to get rid Who of that too. Who cleans this stuff up? <laughs> How about that line? There are more things in heaven or hell, Horatio, than uh, are written in your stars. Which is a completely wrong quote. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, I didn't even, that isn't even one of the plays I studied and I know that quote's wrong. Yeah. And then it's it's like so weird because he says it and then he goes, remember that one? Like it was a joke he told? Like I didn't get that. Like what? Yeah, it's so, very strange. So odd. And yeah. Uh, yeah, like get the get the quote right. It's fucking Hamlet. Yeah. You can't like misquote mm-hmm. Hamlet. Yeah, I'm not sure why they decided to quote it. Unless because that was a choice. Yorick, that like, was a choice. Kinda knew him. Yeah, that's, you know that's another quote from Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Um, so Duncan says it was a waste because Garrick had so much insight and knowledge. He had spent centuries understanding his own mind. If only he could have shared what he knew. And I'm like, could he though? He had s- sorcerer powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then Anne shows up and Richie goes, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, buddy. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is she wearing show. again? Like, this is, like, this, these pants look like they're a skirt. Like, it's bad. And then a tucked in sweater thing. Oh, yeah, this is not good. Yeah. It's just like, such I, dull colors. It's like. Yeah, I feel like if you're like, going to. I don't like, like this jumper, like Duncan's wearing. It's kind of like muddy no. mustard. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you're, like, going to go break up with your boyfriend, like, you try to look hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And this is just She's back to dress like a couch. Yeah. Yeah, She looks like boring beige Brenda. Truth. Yeah. Um, Well, the McClouds apparently are into that kind of thing. Uh, So she's like, oh, I came here to tell you, like, oh, uh, yeah, this is the line. Um, I always thought that when I met um, the guy, we'd be inside each other, feel each other, really, really know each other. Yikes. Yeah, it was the worst line. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why did? Why is this line in existence? <laughs> um, yeah. And then she's like, she says, "I'll call you." <laughs> Duncan says, "I'll be here." And I'm like, "Why? Why are you gonna call him?" Yeah, what's yeah. there to talk him? about? Like, you're not a thing. You just fucking broke up with so, him. So like, did you, you see gave him back yet? his key? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> see it. I yeah. Like, you guys, you, it's not like you guys were good friends before you started dating. No. Like, there's, you don't need to save a friendship. It didn't exist. Yeah. And you, you basically say it here, Anne, you, like, know nothing about him. Yeah. Mm. So, what is there to call him on? The only thing you guys really know about each other is how much you both love going to breakfast. Like, that's (laughs) it. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's weird. It's all weird. I don't get it. It's... I just, I wish she would go away forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully she is. Hopefully she's not going to be. I mean, she's still in got the like next episode. She's still got a, yeah. some more episodes yeah. though, which is Has crazy. She? Yeah, yeah, she does. Oh no, Brad, why did you tell me that? Yeah. Well, that's no, the weird sad. thing. I'm like, what are you going to do with her now? Yeah, she's got. Maybe she's going to get killed. Uh, so I went ahead and just, I mean, I didn't, well, like, I didn't look up like how Anne actually leaves the show or anything like that. But I just looked on IMDb to see like, okay, how many more episodes do we have with this bitch? Like we had with um, what's her face in season one? I can't remember her name. Where we were just like oh. counting down. Oh, Randy. Uh, Randy. Randy. <laughs> you know, like, how many more episodes do we have with Randy? Um, so she's listed on IMDb a bunch. A lot of them still just have credit only, but there's like eight episodes that she's in still. And what? that go past 94. So like, she's just going to fucking pop up at times. Like, yeah. what are we doing with her? Why? Yeah. It seems like, yeah, it seems like six more that are probably this season. And like the, the yeah, last yeah. two, maybe that may be like either next season or like end of this season or something. Maybe they're flashbacks. So they have to give her credit or something. I Could don't be. know. But like, I, I just am like, why would we still have her? Like, I don't, this should be a clean break for us as the audience and <laughs> just be like, bye forever and <laughs> yeah so not excited about that all right best dressed worst dressed mm. <sighs> best dressed uh, diamond diamond guy in london N- uh, no <laughs> <laughs> why not brad I, I, no he's wearing he's wearing pajamas it's no absolutely not <laughs> he looks so comfy he, uh, that's not best dressed and dirty <laughs> he looks comfy and oh, disgusting no one was and best dressed in this no one. Yeah. I'm like looking at the scene where uh, this, this kid's, <laughs> somebody's nephew is performing and seeing if anyone in the club is yeah. wearing a good outfit. Yeah, I was doing the same. Um. Because <laughs> even one of these agent guys looks real crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what is that get up he's wearing? I mean. Wow. Do, I, I don't know who's going to be best dressed. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's I mean, be... we said Anne didn't look too bad. <laughs> Does that count? It's the best she's ever looked. Yeah. 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 I mean, this waitress in the thing has a black pleather skirt, and that's cute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me let me see if I can get a good of her. Uh, 
What time is that generally? I'm uh, somewhere in 23, maybe 2330, uh-huh. 2320s, somewhere in there. Okay. A lot of shots of this kid playing guitar. Yeah. So trying to move past that. Let's see, playing guitar, playing guitar. Real a lot of weird, lot of losers in this club. All right, 2329. 2329. <laughs> you really just get her outfit because they cut off her head. <laughs> Okay. And it's this, and it's a black skirt. She def it's short enough so she could join a coven. Oh, you kind of see her in the back at twenty three thirty six. Yeah, kind of. Um, I really like her little silver belt guy yeah. that she's wearing I with like it, silver and belt. she's got a burgundy top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Claire, I don't know if you're looking for her, but no, but it sounds okay. Yeah, it's it's really the best we've got going on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right, we're stressed. <sighs> Ooh. Honestly, Snap now that I'm seeing this, now that I'm seeing this club scene, so many people. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I just saw someone. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is that guy wearing at twenty three forty two? This guy clapping in the back? I'm like, what is that? <laughs> oh, he's like in the back. <laughs> like, what is that shirt? He's is a jacket? Is it a shirt? It's very big. Whatever. The guy next to him looks like Crispin Glover. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, very true. <laughs> Whoa, what is that? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. Uh, um, I didn't realize that Jeff Goldblum in in as the collector was going to make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, this is. I mean, there's just like I don't know what's happening. So yeah, plethora of of, of, of weirdos and just looks. slouchy Duncan as well. Like and slouchy, yeah, slouchy Duncan, Duncan is, is terrible. Uh. <sighs> Anne's uh, sweater up front. <laughs> Her skiing sweater. Oh, ski- skiing sweater. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, that means she went to his place wearing that skiing sweater. Oh, to yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. don't I look sexy yeah. in my skiing sweater? <laughs> yeah. Let me take off my skiing sweater. We can have some hot cocoa. <laughs> okay. Who won and who lost then? Who won and who lost? Hmm, that's a good question. Richie Did, uh, lost. Richie lost, yeah. R- first of all, he Aww. lost his client slash boyfriend. <laughs> he got he got dumped by his client. <laughs> he got punked by fucking Garrick. Like oh yeah, knocked out in like a like a light. Like nothing. Mm, like nothing. He almost got his head taken by Duncan going kooky. Yeah, he had a rough day. And he saw he had to see <laughs> Anne wearing that that skiing sweater. <laughs> I was going to say that we won because Anne is gone, but now I know that she's not gone. Yeah. We didn't win. No. Um, uh, I don't know who won. Did Garrick oh, win because um, he managed to mess with Duncan? Lightning. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Corey oh, Lightning. Corey Lightning. Corey yeah. Lightning. Big winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's probably going to get taken advantage of by, by those by those studio execs because he doesn't have proper, you know, representation mm. <laughs> to protect him. But, you know, <laughs> hey, it's better. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish we knew whose nephew this was. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Never know. All right, uh, guys, tell me what's happening next time. Oh, Tammy, I'm glad that you asked that. Uh, let me too. have a look. So I'm also glad that I asked. <laughs> <laughs> next time oh, is wow. the episode Blackmail. A mortal oh. lawyer named Robert Waverly videotapes Duncan beheading another immortal, then threatens Duncan with exposure unless Duncan kills Waverly's wife. <laughs> Meanwhile, the cohort of the immortal who Duncan killed wants revenge. Um, let me let me read the start of mine because it's it gets a little spicier. Mm. Oh. 
lawyer Robert Waverly is leaving his mistress's apartment with his video camera. <laughs> Excuse me? Okay. Alright. Um, when he sees McCloud locked in combat with an evil immortal, Waverly makes sure he gets it all on tape. The fight, the death, the quickening, then tries to cut a deal with McCloud. Alright, so, then it's but Yeah. Um, like, what the? <laughs> yeah, what's on that tape? Spicy. Do we get to see that Also, tape? you know, back in the day, it was hard to, like, just continue taping something, so I wonder if he had to, like, overwrite what he had just taped. Oh, no. <laughs> tape the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Are just a very this jarring, is... like, from, from homemade sex yeah. tape to, like, yeah. immortal fight. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, then that is it. If you guys don't have anything else for, <laughs> for this in, in, uh, episode. Ooh. All right. Well, then. We're out, guys. Uh, bye. Take a beauty. Bye, Anne. Yeah, bye, Anne. Bye forever. Goodbye, <laughs> relationship that never should have been. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott, and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com. <laughs>